The We Pivot Podcast is for you if you're a woman who has recently pivoted into entrepreneurship. You'll find digital marketing tips, trends, and strategies to help grow your business in today's digital world. Join Tona and Al Haywood as we have fun breaking down all things digital marketing. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome Man, back. It's Welcome back. Can you believe it? Now, Al, how long have we been away? Tell me. Let's see. We went on break around July of 22. Uh, We said we were going to come back in September of 22. And then Mm -hmm. um, we hit like a little, I guess, a lot of work with our business Mm -hmm. and we couldn't get back. Mm -hmm. So we said, you know what? We're going to come back in October strong. October went and passed and we was like, hmm, we're still really, really busy, but we need to get our content out here. So we're now back in November. Back in November <laughs> and ready to start rocking and rolling because we know that our people have been wondering where have we been and why haven't we uploaded any new podcasts? Exactly. They probably thought that we just gave up on it like, oh, they were a one hit wonder. That's it. Exactly. Well, no, that is not the case with us. We are back and we're ready to bring you new and fresh content that is definitely going to help you in your business. So, Al, tell us, what do we have to talk about today? Oh, we're going to eat. Oh, we're going to eat? Yeah, but not that type of eat. (laughs) Oh, What we're going to do today is what is eat? And why is it important in ranking your blog content? So I'm talking Google Eat, E-A-T, acronyms that stand for expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Now, for many of you uh, that may not know, uh, Eat is one of the many guidelines Google uses to determine whether the content that you are putting out there, such as blogs and web content, is valuable to readers and whether it should rank well. So eat is not technically a ranking factor, but it can impact your content's rank. Now there, there is something I wanted to add. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that people may be thinking, you know, what are some of the industries that's most affected by Google Eat? <laughs> okay, let me know. Well, some of the industries that are most affected by Google Eat is one, news and current events, civics, government, and law, finance, shopping, health and safety, and groups of people, such as religion, race, et cetera. So if you fall within those industries, uh, Google takes a really close look at how you're presenting your content within your website and your blog, because these particular industries affect people directly when it comes to health and well-being and things like that. So just wanted to add that. Okay. Well, thank you for that ad. Tell me again, what does that A and T stand for? Well, mm-hmm. the A stands for authoritativeness and the T, trustworthiness. Now, both of those are really good points that Google uses in order to take an overall view of mm-hmm. a website and the content that's on the website to determine whether or not they should show that content to people who are looking for it. Right. And when we think about the or authoritativeness and trustworthiness, I'm pretty sure most people want to know how can they make their site and their content overall more authoritative, 
and more trustworthy. Well, I know we do. Exactly. <laughs> and we have some specific ways that you can actually do this. And it doesn't take that long, but it does take some actual thought and real consideration in order to put these things into place. And when you go and look at your content that you have on your website, when you're looking at your blogs and things like that, you can actually see, hey, am I doing these things or am I not doing these things? Because if I'm not, maybe I need to change some things up. Mm. You know, one of the first things, Al, when you're doing a website, The first thing that you usually ask someone is you ask them to tell them a little bit more about themselves, right? Right. Tell me about their business, how they got started, things like that. Yep. Exactly. And Google actually feels as though, well, one of their criteria is making sure that when you have a website that you have correctly identified your about us section Mm -hmm. so that you have a picture of yourself, your name, your title, any other team members that work for you, any publications that you have or any awards that you've won. All of these things actually help to build your authority. And also reviews too. Well, reviews too. If, the reviews we're coming to mm-hmm. don't don't get ahead of yourself. Oh, my bad. Don't don't give them the end yet. <laughs> we got <laughs> we got some other stuff to cover. Right. But basically, with the about us, you want to give as much information as you can. If you've been seen in other places, if you're in other books or you have books that are online, you can also put those things on your about us if you've written books. And all of those things are going to be helpful in determining whether or not you are an authority on that particular subject an expert on that subject and also can you be trusted because usually the more information they have to go on usually people will trust you a lot more wouldn't you say i agree i definitely agree with that now the other thing that you can actually do that's pretty simple is to make sure that you're not only creating good content that your audience actually wants to hear but also creating content with other experts. We're not all, we're experts in our field, of course, but there's some other person that has more expertise than us, right? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes people can get in this mode to where, like, say, for example, you have someone that you know that's in the same field as you, the same industry, but they may be considered an expert. A lot of people might say, well, I don't want to work with them. They're my competitors, you know? Mm, that's true uh you're in the same industry and you're doing the same type of business for the same common goal and your competitor nine times out of ten may want to work with you for the better good of your your, both your businesses that's true yeah i believe that's true um and it's part of collaboration and collaborating Mm. with people is always helpful because not only can you get yourself in front of their audience but they can get in front of your audience as well so it's a win-win on both sides but you can always hire 
an expert to be a guest writer on one of your websites, especially if they have a little bit more expertise than you. Mm. Sometimes you can work with other companies to publish top-notch articles that will also help you. But don't think so big like big companies that are out of reach, but think of people who are maybe small businesses that you've admire and you've been inspired by and reach out, send an email. You possibly could have a collaboration waiting and and they may be willing to say yes, but you'll never know unless you try it. Exactly. So that's definitely a way. Um, Another thing is to make sure your content is clear and use titles that are straightforward. If someone is looking up your title, you want to make sure whatever your title is, that you are answering all those questions that are within the title. So it's a full article. It's full, full of research, full of statistics, full of everything that person would ever want to know. All those questions were, were answered in that particular article. If you're writing an article on seven real, real Instagram um, examples that are going to boost your following, for example, well, people are going to be looking for those seven ways that you can boost your follow-up rate by those seven examples that you've given. So you just want to make sure that you're clear and concise in any article that you have out there. And people will know if you are informing them, explaining, trying to convince them, Or are you describing something? So it needs to be very clear and concise. Right. And you also have to get straight to the point because Google knows when you're trying to drag out your content just to, you know, put content in there, you know, so you get straight to the point, cover the topics clearly um, as you can and you'll be good to go. Exactly. Straight to the point. But also make sure that you give enough information that the person doesn't leave the article that they read still trying to figure out, you know, they still have questions like you didn't answer everything. The other thing that I see a lot of people do or they don't do is update your content regularly. Mm. Yeah. that's that's Have you ever, isn't it like, have you ever went to a website and you were looking for an article and the article was published back in 2016 and there hasn't been any updates since then? Right. Or, you know, we work with some clients that we've built websites back in 2015 and, you know, the, the same information is on the site. There hasn't been any updates. Um, you know, there's been uh, employees that's changed in and out of their company, but the same employees are still on their website since 2015. So, yeah, that can be a major issue. It definitely can. And if you think about it, there's probably a lot that has changed since 2015 to 2022, even with just your copyright. You know, on the bottom, usually if this was done by someone, there's a copyright date on the bottom of the website and it should be pretty recent, like 2022, um, so that Google will actually notice that this is content that has been done recently and it's continuing to be refreshed with new items and things that the people are actually looking for. So updating that content regularly is very important. 
And usually the content, you know, you could it could stay up for at least two years. But after two years or so, you want to definitely try to refresh. That can be just within your own website copy and the blogs that you put on your site, too. If possible, you want to try to at least, if you can, blog maybe once a month. That will definitely be helpful in making sure that content is being updated and refreshed. And also, let's say you can't blog once a month, but you have a ton of blogs already on your site. Well, go back through them. Refresh it. Put some new data in there. Um, Put some new examples, some uh, new information that you found, which will also help because now it has a more current date than the one from back in 2018. But didn't we talk about repurposing content last season? We did. But guess what? Repurposing is always an ongoing thing and people mm-hmm. need to always know to do it. Right. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to just say, you know, hey, go back to last season and listen to our uh, podcast about repurposing content. Yes, I know we have a blog on repurposing content as well. So that's that's definitely important as well. But the other thing, a lot of times when we do websites, we aren't really known, right? We don't have a big following. We're, you know, we're the smaller fry, right? And we need to get that authority kind of built in. So another thing that we can do is make sure you're linking out to people who have authoritative sites. In our industry, we can link out to HubSpot, to Neil Patel, SEM Rush, Rush. Um, we can also look at tweets and quote people from like uh, John Mueller, who works at Google. People on that level have more authority than we do. But if we are kind of linking to some of the things that they say that also helps us as well. So always remember that in your industry, there's someone else who is more of an expert than you and you can link out until you have been doing this for a longer time and you have more of a foundation, more of a foundation, definitely. Right. And the goal is to establish trust with your audience and make it look like you're an expert, which we believe you are. But, you know, you got to convince Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so true. Always got to convince Google. Now, the other thing, when you're writing your blog posts and things like that, don't let it be so one-sided where you're only looking at your view. Come in with different views and perspectives on things. Like some people might feel like in our industry that the algorithm changes that have happened in, let's say, the Instagram world has really changed their outcomes. Like they get less likes, less follows, less reach, less everything, right? But there's somebody else who probably feels like, well, the algorithm change really helped me. I'm getting more likes, more reach, more this, more that. So you want to make sure that if you're doing an article, you want to include all those different views to kind of help give that authoritative, trustworthy kind of um, impact that you need to have in order to have a good article. Right. And the goal here, too, is to protect your brand reputation, because 
you you definitely need to keep an eye out on negative press and you want to respond to that negative press uh, promptly because if not and you let it linger, you know, Google can ding you on that. And you know what? You're absolutely right. And that goes in with our last thing, which is pay attention to your online reputation. I guess I'm moving ahead too much. Huh? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slow down now. Slow down. <laughs> you know, just the thoughts be coming. They just, just be coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Like the last thing you do need to do uh, is pay attention to your online reputation. Now, there are reviews that people may do. If someone does a negative review, you always need to try to respond to that quickly. But there's also... You want to pay attention to what's going on on your social media, too, at times as well. You want to make sure that if there's reviews on your social media, that you deal with those, respond to people. And just even with social media posts and Instagram posts and things like that, always be responding because that kind of boosts your online reputation as well. So those are all things that will definitely, when you're looking at your blog or when you're looking at your content, you want to see, are you or have you done these things and where can you improve? So my question to you is going to be, which parts of these things do you think you need to start working on today? Is it going back and looking at your about page? Is it trying to work with more experts to try to create good content? Is it making sure your titles are clear and concise and your content actually is informing, explaining, convincing, or describing? Is it making going back and look at some of those uh, blogs that are a little bit older and needing to update them? Mm. Is it linking to high-quality sources? Or is it making sure you go back to look at some of those blogs and see, did you choose various viewpoints in those articles? Or do you need to just write another one, a newer article that does those things? Or is it time for you to go and look at those reviews that people have been writing and see how they are? And maybe you could be responding positively to them and making sure that your online reputation is intact. I'm wondering, which one will you start doing today? And you know what? There's a way that you can let me know. And it's easy. All you have to do is go to www.haywooddigitalmarketing.com and receive our free lead magnet that tells you all the different things that you need to be doing with your website in your business in 2022. And then once you download it, click on the reply button and let me know which of these seven that you will be implementing in order to increase your authoritativeness and your trustworthiness in your content, website, blogs, and all of that that you work on. So let us know today. But now you guys have work to do. Go to www.haywooddigitalmarketing.com. Get our free guide to all the things that you need to do with your business and the mistakes you need to fix in 2022 and then hit the reply button after you get it and let us know which of these will you start doing today so until next time we will see you later 
Goodbye. We're so excited that you tuned in to the latest episode of the We Pivot Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Now, whether this is your first time or not, please make sure to subscribe and share with a friend who can also use some digital marketing guidance as well. Until next time.